You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Small Business Made Simple. Um, I have with me Chad Davies, the CEO of Davies Imaging Group in Redondo Beach, California. That sounds pretty good right about now. Uh, We're in upstate New York recording this, and it's freezing cold here. And uh, Chad, you're going to be talking about how to hone in our focus as a company. I think a lot of us get distracted and kind of go a lot of different directions. So number one, thank you for being here. And two, this is going to be a lot of fun. Of course, Sam. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So can you just start off by sharing um, what is Davies Imaging Group, what you guys do for companies? For sure. Absolutely. Um, Davies Imaging Group serves home builders, the construction companies that build the houses you live in. Um, We serve them with creative media assets. So we do photography, video, 3D tours, drone stuff, um, and then kind of a whole bunch of services that ladder up to serving that industry. Um, but we serve the people that build the houses everyone on the planet lives in. So it's a pretty cool industry. That is really cool. What kind of got you started in, uh, that industry and what you do? Um, when I was a kid in high school, um, I got really into photography and my senior year in high school, I started shooting real estate, like listings, uh, for sale. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was 17, I was making more money on one or two shoots than I was a whole part-time paycheck at that point. Yeah. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, So um, I jumped into that, did it part-time through college. And then when I graduated, I I went all in on just focusing on shooting houses. And um, that turned into shooting for the people that made the houses. And I learned all about this industry called home building. And here we are. About 11 years after I started shooting professionally, um, shooting exclusively for new home builders. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sounds like you really focused and honed in on what you needed to do. Um, And you're going to teach us a few ways that we can do that too. So before we start, why was it important that you focused on one industry? I mean, people call it a niche. Um, Why was it really important for the growth of your business to do that in the beginning? You know, I, I feel like, um, you know, as a photographer, as a creative type person, mm-hmm. um, it's really easy to get distracted. And a lot of people out there would say, yeah, like do everything you can, shoot everything you can. And I just don't think that's a great, I don't think it's a great way to do business, number one. Um, mm-hmm. But number two, as a creative person, I think you lose credibility the more things you do, and the more people you serve, uh, more types of people you serve. I think you, you lose that ability to create some expertise about an industry or a way of doing things or a way of working with people. And, you know, I, when I was first getting started with photography, I was, you know, shooting my friends doing portraits and I did a couple weddings and doing all this stuff. And I came to realize like, I really enjoyed shooting houses because they don't move and people tend to move around when you're taking pictures of yeah. them. And I, I started to understand, like I was developing this the skill set to shoot this one type of thing. I'm like, oh, well, this makes sense. I'm just going to keep focusing here because there's not a lot of competition over here. Everyone else is trying to do like the fancy, pretty stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. these houses are just sitting here. Like we should, we should probably do this. 
Mm-hmm. And after focusing and focusing and focusing, I, I got pretty good. And um, that focus allowed me to become an expert in the field and mm-hmm. become someone who is credible um, far beyond my years, I think. So I'd, I'd say as, as a creative person, focusing allows you to become an expert in, in a field and allows you to become, it allows you to, to have an advantage over other people who are shooting multiple things. And I think that translates to anything in business, especially the creative fields. But um, if you're providing software for, for one type of client or, or maybe you're serving like, you know, three or four or five different verticals, I think it makes more sense to just focus on one so you understand the way they buy um, it helps, it helps you understand like the problems they're running into and, and typical issues throughout their industry. So you can speak more to your customer. And that's what focus has allowed me to do is now I'm super entrenched in my industry. I know everything that's going on yeah. and I can talk to people from a standpoint of like, Hey, I know this is what you're running into right now. This person over here is running into this thing. Are you doing that too? And it just allows you to come, it allows you to become like, an expert. And I think that is invaluable. I think that transfers to other things in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it sounds like you like what you do and it, and the niche that you've found. And before we go on, it's when I think of um, like a real estate photographer or, you know, building photographer, it's, you might think, oh, he comes out with his camera. But if you're listening to this, I mean, I've seen some of your work and it's like legit cool industry standard, like sick work. So go check them out, obviously, if you're listening to this. But um, the first point that you had here when it comes to helping us hone in our focus is identify uh, which type of clients you're currently like to work with. And that's something that you kind of brought up there is you you liked the industry and you decided to, to go for it more. Um, why is that important for us to do? You know, if, I mean, you get into business to, to kind of be your own boss and you don't like mm. what you're doing then why are you doing it? Yeah. You know, like it's, it's your choice to kind of choose this hard path, right? You might as well do something that you like doing. So when it's not super easy or things aren't going incredibly well, um, at the end of the day, you're still liking what you're, what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. the output you're creating is still something you're proud of or something that, you know, you look favorably upon. If you hated what you were doing, like it doesn't make any sense at all. I just think mm-hmm. it's a big waste of time and it becomes more stressful than it has to be. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when you hate it, what's the point of even doing it? I love what you said about being your own boss. I mean, that's what it ultimately boils down to. Um, So jumping into point number two here, it's join their industry association, get involved. So how can we do that? Uh, Explain that for us. Yeah. So I was touching on this. Uh, I got really, I got really involved in the industry and you know, most I'm, I'm in a B2B industry, right? I'm not serving uh, consumers. I'm serving businesses with, with, a, with a service. And most businesses and industries have industry associations, whether you're serving engineers or construction or you're in pharmaceuticals. There's, um, there's many industries for pharmaceuticals. It just doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, every legitimate industry has an association. And for some, some reason, I... I stumbled on the building industry association pretty, pretty early on in the process. And I realized like all of my target clients were just hanging out there Mm -hmm. and like becoming friends and developing relationships. I'm like, Oh, like wonder if I can help this association do what they do, which is promote the industry, make sure legislation is passed in its favor, make sure all Mm -hmm. the people are informed within it. They're basically like the, 
like a news publication for your industry. And then they're also advocates for your industry. So um, by getting involved with them, I got on first name basis with, with a lot of people. Um, and I started to develop relationships with people that weren't necessarily work-related, but it was like, oh, hey, there's Chad. He does good work. And then that develops this like referral network without even doing yeah. work with people. You're just like being there. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can get in front of people, that's like the hardest part, mm-hmm. right? It, especially if you're just starting out and you don't have a ton of experience and, and you're not someone that has, you know, a huge track record to lean back on because, you know, you're new. You really need that FaceTime for people mm-hmm. to know you're a real person, right? right? Otherwise, it's, there's a big risk involved, right? If mm-hmm. they know who you are, then it's like, oh, okay, well, like, that's Chad. He's fine. He comes around all the time. Like, he's legit. And that, that really can speed up the process. Yeah. And when one person builds that trust with you, like you said, it's that little referral network that you have going where just because you haven't built trust with someone else yet, it's almost like the validation of their friend knows you. And uh, you mentioned that you're, you mainly service the B2B. Um, and if you're, you know, servicing B2C, even, I mean, it comes to mind, there's probably runner associations, there's cooking associate, there's everything. It doesn't have to be a business. Just be creative and, and get out there and, and find one, right? Absolutely. And like, I was, you know, I'm in a good spot because we do photography, right? So mm-hmm. we were just giving photography away to the association and they were yeah. paying someone else to do this. So all of a sudden, like they're saving money, we're showing up, we have a smile on our face, we're talking to their members, like, of course they want us around. Yeah. Right. It's a no brainer. But most people don't think like we aren't event photographers, but I mm-hmm. figured out how to do it because the value is there. And like, mm-hmm. we were good enough to keep getting invited back. I eventually hired a guy to come on and just service those events because yeah, cool. I, I couldn't get there, but I still needed a face there. Mm-hmm. And that, that was like, I think the biggest unlock for our company was just getting involved in our community and they weren't really online. You know, they're not on Twitter. They're not on Instagram. They're at these events. So I'm like, okay, well like let's get involved in the events. And I think mm-hmm. there's, there's a big takeaway there for anyone mm-hmm. trying to get into a specific industry. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. The third point you have here is, is hire a person to take care of things that you dread doing. I think every one of us has something they dread doing in business. So why is that important? I think it goes back to like that first point I made is like, you're, you're in this to, to like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you hate bookkeeping and accounting, hire someone to do it. Yeah. Right. If that's like a weak spot for you, like hire a CPA, they're not mm-hmm. that expensive and it's totally worth it. It's, that was huge for me. Um, mm. The first hire I had was a coordinator who, you know, when I was getting started, I was shooting a lot of resale, um, you know, at typical real estate listings. Mm-hmm. 
when you're shooting four and five and six houses a day, you don't have time to like schedule your next day or your next week. And I realized that I was getting really distracted. I was like texting and driving constantly. Like it wasn't good. So I, I brought someone on to help me plan basically my next week and they're sending invoices and sending files. So I wouldn't have to do that before I got out for the day. Mm -hmm. And most, um, a lot of people just starting out are really afraid to let go of some of those responsibilities um, because, you know, their name's attached to it. They want to make sure it's done right. All these like Mm -hmm. very legitimate reasons. Um, But what you find out very early on after you get that first and second hire is like, oh, you were not doing this as well as it could have been done because Mm -hmm. you were, uh, I don't know how to say half-assed, but you'll have to bleep that. Uh, (laughs) It's true though, yeah. Yeah. You you weren't doing it the way it was supposed to be done because you're giving it like one third of your effort. Mm -hmm. Um, So those things that you don't like doing that you're kind of forcing yourself to do are probably like the first areas you should be hiring so you can focus on the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that just like pays dividends and make sure that whatever you're making, whatever you're doing is better. Yeah. And I feel like it's very simple, but a lot of people don't really understand like those should be your first hire because it'll make mm-hmm. you just a happier person. Yeah. And where would, what would you say to a business owner or an entrepreneur um, that let's say they, they're paying themselves and they have things they dread doing, but money is more of an issue. And they're like, man, I just, to pay someone else and take away from what I'm getting, it just feels counterintuitive. What would you say to them? Um, I mean, every business has to invest in itself. Mm-hmm. And I, it, that's, it's scary really more than anything. I think you have to take the leap, right? I, I, when I was getting started, I was talking to a couple like very established businessmen and they kind of related entrepreneurship to walking into like a foggy forest. And I thought this is so weird, but they're basically like, if you just keep stepping, like you're going to get through it. You don't know. It's very unsure where you're going, but you just have to trust that like you're going to make through it. Mm-hmm. And of course, like you might have cash flow issues. You're like, ah, oh God, I'm just hanging by a thread. Okay, for sure. Like maybe not be hanging by a thread before you hire someone. Yeah. But if, if you realize that, hey, I'm spending a significant amount of time doing this, it's making me really angry or pissed off or not excited about what I'm doing. Like, it's critical that you fix that as soon as possible. So you can get back to being the happy you that likes doing what they're doing that people want to do business with. Mm-hmm. So I think they're very related. And of course, like you're going to be afraid to bring someone on board when you're not doing well, but on the flip side, like that's exactly when you should be bringing someone on board. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing well, the way you're doing things, like it's clear that you need to change something and the faster you can make that change and the faster you can start learning how to fix it, the better off you're going to be. So I would say like, yeah, the alternative is you fail at business completely. So you might as well like either fail really fast, <laughs> yeah, right? Fail fast and hire someone and try to fix it mm-hmm. or like keep doing the same thing that's got you to the place where you're struggling. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. For me, I've learned that I really need to focus on the money-making things, the things that move the needle, not necessarily out selling, but for me, uh, it's been a big, big eye-opening to be consistently posting on LinkedIn. And that's how we've been able to grow our business. And that means I can't be doing some of the other things that I had been doing before and, uh, really identify what you're good at, what you like doing and hone in on it. Like you've been saying, and then, you know, outsource the rest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stand behind that. So Chad, thank you so much for, for joining me on the podcast. Can you just share uh, with us to close us out where we can find out more about uh, Davies Imaging Group or, or yourself online? 
Yeah, um, I've gotten really active on LinkedIn over the last couple months. So LinkedIn would be great. Uh, just Chad Davies, uh, type me in. I'm probably the first one that pops up. There's not a lot of Chads. And then uh, on Instagram, I'm, I'm getting more active. You can see some of my photography work and then kind of a mix of my life there. So it's Chad underscore Davies. Um, we have an Instagram page for our Instagram, I mean, for our, our company, uh, but follow me and you'll see that pretty quickly. I'm, I promote it all the time. So just, just go to me. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.